Island Minds, the mental health podcast. Please note, these episodes deal with topics that some listeners may find distressing. For suggested contacts, please see the show notes on our Facebook page after this episode. Hello Ellie. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am good. I'm very excited. Number one, because you are here sat in my kitchen. I am. This is a real interview. (laughs) This must be quite a novelty. It is. I'm not looking at you in a little screen. Trying to make sure our connection stays the whole time. Yeah, if that was happening now, this would be a bit too much like Black Mirror. Oh, God. <laughs> it would. Let's hope that doesn't happen. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. No, you're very welcome. You're so eloquent. I try my best. <laughs> so, um, at the point of this recording, it is Gay Pride Month. And I'm very excited and very proud because my gorgeous, gorgeous god sister has very recently come out as gay um, and she's agreed to talk on this podcast about her experience. So Ellie, when did you realise that you were gay? Um, I think it was something that I'd always kind of deep down known was a part of me, but it was a lot of just not wanting it to be true in a way. So it took a while of like having that process of like self-acceptance before I kind of like properly realised. But I think I was about 15. I was in my last year of secondary school. But like I said, I think it's always been there. It just took me a long time to kind of like really see it. Okay. So you say there was a period where you almost didn't want it to be true. Was that more about worrying about other people Mm. more than worrying about yourself? Or was it something you confused about scared about what was it well it was pretty much everything you said I was very it was a lot of confusion and I think it was mainly what other people would think was my main concern just because I think the secondary school I was at the environment didn't feel very like friendly to that sort of thing luckily I, I you know I came out in a sixth form that was filled with a lot more like mature people and more like-minded people but I think it was mainly what people would think and just I don't know people talking that sort of thing yeah so I'm assuming you were quite nervous Mm. when you you first came out to friends and family how did you find the response Mm. I generally like overwhelmingly quite positive I've been very very lucky in that I've not really had that bad of an experience with anyone with coming out, which is really, really lucky because a lot of people will have at least a couple, which is, you know, so sad that that does happen. But I've been very, very lucky. Everyone's been like incredibly accepting of me, which is, like I said, very, very lucky in this day and age. That is very lucky, I think, because there is still a lot of taboo and stigma, isn't there, Mm -hmm. surrounding, even though... It's completely ridiculous because there's nothing more natural in the world as, you know, being in love and knowing mm. knowing what it is you, you love. Mm. You obviously, you have a very mature head on your shoulders. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> you, you know, you, you are so self-aware of this. And I think it's wonderful that you can talk out about it because mm. there's a lot of people your age and younger and even older that still feel very trapped. Mm. in being able to talk about this would you have anything to say to those people I think it is just 
it is such a process and I don't think initially, I think people from the outside don't really realise how much of a process it is. Mm. It's not like you wake up one morning, kind of realise your sexuality or gender identity or whatever and then you like come out the next day. It's such a long process of kind of accepting that that's what it is because you just kind of live in a society as kind of progressive as it's been in the last couple of years. It's still not as still not perfect where being straight is normal. And so it's a lot of just kind of unlearning everything you've been fed um, about what is normal, what isn't normal. And I think just being gentle with yourself because you're pretty much just figuring out who you are. And that's such a hard process as it is, let alone doing it in a society that kind of tells you it's wrong. So I think it is just give yourself time and be gentle with yourself because it's a lot to kind of go through. Mm. I'm just blown away. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You could definitely be like a, an advocate or like a spokeswoman. She read me a book once um, when we were I was driving us here, funny enough, to the Isle of Wight, and it, she was like an audible book reader, and I just was so taken away. The book was shocking. The book was awful. <laughs> we won't talk about it. On the it was so bad. Platform, but yeah, she re- and honestly, it was like listening to an audio book. Oh, guys, stop. <laughs> okay, like, let's not make our head get too big. Yeah. She does have to fit through the door. Yeah. <laughs> so, for you personally, have there been any mental health implications because of the process? Mm. I think it's definitely added a new layer to kind of initial kind of like, because I've kind of had a brush with anxieties and things like that in the past, mm. and it's kind of just been one whole layer that's been added on top of it because it was just general anxieties mainly about school and exams that sort of thing but it was a whole it was pretty much just always there always thinking about um even if I seemed relatively calm it was still like oh like you don't know what's happening sort of thing you're having all these feelings that are so confusing and it's just pretty much just wouldn't let me rest so it was quite it was a lot of just back and forth with myself for a while but it just pretty much just added to the anxiety that I kind of was having. It was, it was, yeah, it was not the most pleasant, but... Is there generally support for that specifically? Mm, I think it's becoming more common. It's becoming a lot more common. I actually did a talk uh, about a month ago um, within the, um, like, Essex Police kind of, like, priding youth sort of thing, which was specifically targeting support for... Um, mental health of young members of the community the LGBT community and I think more and more so there is um, more support out there within schools or charities or like on social media and that sort of thing which is really really good and like refreshing thing to see because you know say like 10 like even 10 years ago there wouldn't have been any of that Mm. so I think it is becoming more widely available which is like a really good thing to see as an 18-year-old about to embark on university, which is very exciting, it what is. is it that you're studying? I'm studying media and communications. Super exciting. Mm. Um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of anxiety there anyway. Uni is a big step. Moving away from home, from a very close-knit family. Mm. Does the fact that you've recently come out add a layer of anxiety to going to uni or do you feel quite positive that it's going to be a very accepting and welcoming environment Mm. well I think I think well I think where I'm going to uni 
which is in London, generally is quite a diverse uh, place, especially filled with lots of like-minded people around my age. And I think specifically going into the first year with a lot of people who are going to be around my age, I, I think the majority, I mean, obviously not all the time, but like the majority are going to have the same sort of like values and beliefs that I do um, about different things, specifically, you know, about the LGBT community and things like that. Um, but I think you're always going to come across people who have got these like bigoted views for whatever reason, for that could be the way they're brought up or whatever. Mm. I think that's always going to be the case wherever you go, really. Yeah. You could be in the most diverse place and you'd still find someone who thinks it's wrong for whatever reason. But I generally am feeling really positive about that specifically because I think I'm going to an area that thinks very similarly to, I do, yeah. um, to how I do. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, have you personally come up against any bigoted comments have you felt anyone treating you differently or people not knowing how to treat you since coming out no no generally everyone's been like so like supportive of it and they've always for whatever reason everyone's always known what to say which is quite rare um but everyone's been so wonderful which i'm so lucky for and it's never been a case of everyone but i've been really lucky because everyone's been really supportive and like I said, have just known what to say, which is really lucky because not everyone has the same experience, unfortunately. I have to say, it is really refreshing yeah. hearing a story where someone can say, I've had a really positive experience mm. because we have such a long way to go yet when it comes to inclusion and equality and accepting diversity. So it is lovely to hear mm. of a positive experience. And it must be reassuring to some of our listeners that that, that is becoming something that happens mm. now. People are having positive experiences. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's so it's so good to see, especially um, how far the LGBT community has had to go just to get the mo like the most basic rights. It's good to see that acceptance is finally like mm. happening properly. Are there any specific groups or charities or organisations that are set up to help people within the community? Mm. There are, there's definitely like certain charities, I can't name many, uh, many off the top of my head because I'm just not, <laughs> I'm fairly useless. Um, but um, there are definitely specific charities that are kind of garnered towards the needs of the LGBT community because of how different their experiences are to say like heterosexual like teenagers or whoever going through um, like a mental health crisis. That it's definitely quite an individual experience that people in the community go through so that i i know for a fact there's definitely mm. helplines charities like different organizations that are set up in order to help um help people specifically who are part of the community that can just kind of refer to issues that people who weren't maybe wouldn't have to deal with that sort of thing okay well, we will make sure that some of those helplines are in the show notes for this podcast as well for anyone listening. If you could say anything now to the listeners, what would it be? What? Just about anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, if you, <laughs> if you could say anything to our listeners now about uh, mental health or the LGBT community, what would it be? I think if you're in the process of questioning your sexuality or gender identity, um, 
or coming out or anything like that just give yourself a lot of time and a lot of space to kind of heal because it's a lot of it's a long it's a long process and i think one that people don't really um prepare for um because you pretty much have to come out for the rest of your life to everyone that you meet so and that's one thing i didn't necessarily take into account but i think just giving yourself time within like self-acceptance is way more important than like coming out to anyone before um after that so i think just yeah be gentle and it'll it'll all be all right i promise (laughs) i do now have a question hannah asked if there was anything you'd like to say to the listeners and you said about anything i'd like to know if you do have what you would like to say that wasn't about this yeah what if, if, if you could say literally <laughs> if i could say anything. literally anything oh what god would it be? <laughs> christ um it's too it's too broad any general advice you could give to the general people listening to this podcast mm. what would it be what just general life advice general life advice um from the lesbian <laughs> oh my god that should be the title of your podcast <laughs> general advice from the lesbian lesbian life advice (laughs) (laughs) um general advice um water your plants (laughs) water your plants buy some tapestries and lay out in the sun i mean you heard her water your plants buy tapestries and lay out in the sun with sun cream with sun cream i was just about to add that I mean that's that's genuinely and stay advice. hydrated as well. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Good advice. To be honest, I now want a whole episode of Ellie's advice. I think I need to be a bit of an agony aunt. Water your plants. <laughs> Please water your plants. They are screaming for water. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> you still record, yeah. If you have been affected by any of the topics covered in today's podcast, please see our show notes on our Facebook page for our suggested contacts. If you're interested in talking on our podcast, please get in touch through the Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Stay safe, you wonderful people.